You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome to Be Simply. This is a segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. And I want to thank you all for being here in this moment. And today in this Dharma talk, we're going to connect with emotional intelligence and the call for all of us to deepen our relationship with our heart center and with these emotions that we have running through our physical temple that serve many things. In addition, we're going to look at how we can be certain we're not bypassing and doing our part to help the future generations. So where we've come from is that this moment on planet Earth, all the generations that are living right now have all participated in uh, emotional bypassing on some level, um, compartmentalization, uh, moving away from that which is tender. And this is why there's so much trauma work out there. There's all this opportunity to do this ancestral healing within ourself. And even though like our younger generations are coming in, uh, a little bit more evolved, they're still in need of the ancestral healing. And so as we move into this new era that we're paving our way into, which has been coined as the age of Aquarius, but it truly is a era that will require uh, those that want to be as effective and effective as possible to have a good command of their emotional center. And this requires a couple things. It requires a radical honesty with self, a soft gaze, a spiritual practice, and a reflective repose, which might be part of a spiritual practice. In addition, it's going to require a willingness to communicate with others. So the errors that led up into this moment have pretty much been about kind of move beyond, uh, you know, no pain, no gain. Uh, We don't want to talk about it. We sweep it under the rug kind of mentality all the way to like, the overanalyzation of emotions and feelings, creating generations of helicopter parents and wanting to talk. So we've had, we've been on this swing, which has created, you know, a lot of emotional dysregulation in our society and individuals. And so this is this really beautiful opportunity for everyone that chooses to really harness and connect with their emotional intelligence. And last week when I talked about radiating love, when you get connected to the divine, you realize in that sweet spot that everything is okay. 
Now, we don't want to just go into this false state of everything's okay and not acknowledge uh, that which happened before here. And just this week, you know, I've seen uh, some studies of this and then someone else brought it past or passed it on to me. Another study acknowledging, you know, our traumas passed down through our DNA. So not only are you dealing with your own circumstance, there's imprints from before here that we pass on, which goes with that eternal life, the reincarnation model of that you continue, no matter where you feel you go after one life or many lives, you continually pass these imprints on. And so as we enter into an era that is encouraging feeling and moving from that feeling space, that divine space, there's two aspects. That's, that's the access point for, uh, mastery. Like if you work in tandem with the divine, that's everywhere. You have the potential to reach mastery. Now we have many examples in the arts and different, um, fields of mastery. However, there's also, uh, some of those masters had imbalances mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically. And so this is, uh, a new epoch, something that maybe in our recorded limited recorded history here on planet earth that we don't recognize. And so a couple things just to start from the base and work up for anyone that's inclined to look in a little deeper, uh, that's willing to examine and reflect back on certain aspects of your life that maybe you feel, uh, that you've made peace with them, but are you willing just to go in a little deeper? And this is something that today, when we go into the meditation, you can choose one thing that you feel, pretty solid. I don't want anyone to choose something that's super tender, super vulnerable, but solid enough that you feel like you could go in there and examine a little deeper and be prepared. If you feel vulnerable in the process that you feel like you're in a strong place where you can process that on your own. Otherwise reach out to me. I'm happy to walk you through this process so that you can open up and examine and be there to support you one-on-one. And one of the greatest tools uh, that I always will advocate for is this meditation, the silence, because that allows us to do some of this deeper healing uh, and get it to a place where we can examine it, where eventually we get to a point where we can walk around on all sides of it and feel what that really is. Uh, And so the, the first step is just to acknowledge, like, are there's aspects? Because even if we look at our generations here, like from our grandparents to our parents to our lives to maybe our children's lives, our grandchildren's lives, how many of our generations you have going on that you're participating in? And if you look at certain moments, maybe there's something, let's say, for example, uh, your parent's created a trauma or maybe weren't around when a trauma occurred yet maybe their parents had the same impact on them and maybe their parents had the same impact on them so there's this domino effect 
And so whether it's direct like parent to child or it's just your own personal instance between you and a situation or you and another person, these moments can um, reveal a lot to us, not only about our own soul's journey, but also about our karma. Uh, And the sooner that we're all ready to evaluate and dive in, we will become stronger emotionally as a society. In addition, we can have uh, healthier interdependent relationships. And so uh, part of what can happen before we go forward or go back is that if you carry um, situations that you have not acknowledged, you more than likely are um, in a state of being where you have emotional arrest Uh, even developmental arrest because the trauma that occurred has never been kind of opened up in a way where it could release. So if you think of it like a little box and then you release the butterflies and you don't hold it in that container. And the reason this is the, the system, the mind, body, heart, and soul does this is to keep oneself safe, you know, and this is why people even black out trauma because that's how they keep themselves safe. But at some point in time, a series of circumstances will come and kind of tap on that box and it'll push it up and out. And so this is oftentimes also where I'll see this in the work I've done over several decades is that uh, people will bypass, they'll go to the feeling good standpoint not that that's quote-unquote bad but they'll go to the like over uh happy place where um if we're really looking at feeling content and at peace that's a much different feeling and then forcing uh happiness because we're uneasy from within and so right now there's this opportunity to really reclaim And then when one recognizes where they might have this emotional or developmental arrest, meaning that there was a traumatic moment and everything kind of stopped, it could happen in childhood, adulthood, then it's about reclaiming aspects of your development. Doesn't mean that you have to go back, I've talked about this before, and like relive all those years at the same pace, but you start to acknowledge and and even just kind of reclaim, in a sense, those er- those eras that maybe passed you by that you couldn't be fully present. Uh, because by doing that, it kind of lifts off this veil that was shrouded over you uh, because of the pain, because of the situation that you were destined to be in. In addition, then it allows you to remember that you're safe to have emotions, that you're safe to feel emotions, and you can transform that process. In addition, what's happening is we're bringing ourselves into harmony with how nature handles trauma. So in our society, because how we do media and uh, how we tell stories and how we encourage people to hold on to their suffering and be in intensive therapy for years on end and keep keep hitting that box but never freeing it, uh, that's not how nature works. So this is quite a simple process. And just acknowledgement is the first step 
<clears throat> and then that invites the individual to start to walk around the situation and acknowledge. And then there's the first layer of acknowledging it happening to you, like as if it's something external that you didn't participate in and it happened to you. And then the next layer is realizing that you co-created that and whatever role you were in in that process, is it possible to see beyond that immediate situation? Where are the ley lines that led you to there? And so I've done this many times over with my own life in different situations, some that were past life into the present life. And then I can see where the mind kept manifesting and the emotional subset kept manifesting in this lifetime uh, traumas that had occurred from a past life and and how that like domino effects impacts so many things not only my own life but my children's life you know all these different things and then once you start to see it and say wow I don't really want to be in that loop that uh, VR loop anymore and that I'm free to get out of that. And sure enough, that's what's been happening in this lifetime, bringing the awareness to that, that I'm ready to step out of that. And then the evolution, like someone might say, well, what if those things happen to you again? Well, when you welcome yourself to move from a fear-based fight or flight reality to a place that has emotional intelligence and wisdom where you have the integration of the divine and the unexplainable with your wayfinding device, you will respond differently. And more than likely, you will not meet some of those situations because you're attuned. And this is why in tribal situations, they would really adhere to their dreaming or their senses. And many, uh, colonizers of from foreign places would call tribal people kind of universally superstitious yet they were so um, and I say they were there's still many tribes on this planet but when they were fully in their <clears throat> functioning state they were very attuned to what was occurring and so there's two things that are happening as we're being welcomed into our emotional intelligence. And then in addition, we're being welcomed to let go of our old way of processing trauma and compartmentalizing so that literally it can come up and out and you keep moving forward. So it's ironic that, you know, if you looked at a nuclear family in the fifties or sixties, that's pretty much what they were wanting people to do. Like, don't, we don't fuss with that. We're not going to make a scene about that. Yet uh, there is a, a need to allow that energy to come up and out. And then it doesn't get sustained. The more that we can press it down into the system, it comes out larger and larger each time. And yeah, there are many cultures on this planet that have different ways of processing emotions, especially ones that aren't as comfortable to have. Yet, um, we're moving to a place where we can acknowledge them in such a sweet way that they're there, but we don't have to, uh, roll around with them as we've done in the past. And then what this does is this brings us into this harmony with our spiritual self, our eternal being, and it gives us 
the full capacity to really, really make choices that are for the benefit of all, that we uh, can navigate the sea of life, samsara, with uh, grace. So for those that have sat through this thus far, is you know, the first step here in this moment is just to acknowledge, like just to do a a quick acknowledgement of what you know, because we, we only have to stick to this life. If you want to dive a little bit deeper beyond um, to do some deeper healing in areas where you don't understand why you have uh, fears or reactions or emotions to certain things, contact me direct. I can help you with that. But if we just want to keep it to this lifetime, which everything that we need to know happened in this lifetime to do this work, is that if you review where you um, had these events that maybe you compartmentalized, and it could be good, bad, indifferent, but where you just kind of just shuffled away. And then it's not to make a mountain out of a molehill, but just to objectively walk around those instances. Maybe one, something that you still struggle with. Um, So, Today, when we go into meditation, I just want you to take one, one that feels pretty solid. If you're still uh, really working through some trauma work where it's really vulnerable, that's something you want to work with uh, someone one-on-one to make sure that you're in a a solid space. Uh, If you feel comfortable, you can dive into that a little bit today. And as you start to acknowledge, when you walk around those scenes they they start to what i've described before is neutralize and then we can start to have an an emotional intelligence so right now up until this point we have a like a a finger pointing kind of attitude towards one another like he did this she did that i did this you did that and then that's why there's like the court system the way it is it's like trying to mediate a perception yet all the perceptions, you know, were feeding in on these unexplainable unexpl- ley lines to hear. And so when we start to walk around these events, then as I mentioned earlier, you can start to see the deeper roots of where this might have been coming from. And the beautiful part when we welcome ourselves, not even the immediate cause and effect, like, oh, uh, her parents did this to her and that's why she acts like this not that like your involvement beyond here and what led you to receive this moment and then the the healing and the processing happens much more rapidly because it's like oh oh wow and then if the person's ego is not too big or they're not too proud and they're willing to bow down to self, then it's like, oh, wow, okay, you know. And sometimes these things, these traumatic things, it's like, wow, I needed to understand that. You know, it's not punishment. It's it's really just to be like, wow, that's what that feels like. I want to make sure that I don't ever participate in any of that. And because I, that doesn't feel good and I don't want to, to the best of my ability, contribute to that. And so 
as you continue to go through this process with areas of your life, especially that you might have not ever acknowledged, what this does is it frees up the characters because just because you put it in a little box doesn't mean that everyone does not have a responsibility to reconcile the energetic field, bringing those karmic knots to an untied place so that everyone can move forward freely because what happens with that repetitive pattern is it will continue to amplify till the universe gets your attention. So when we refuse to learn or hope springs eternal, it'll keep repeating and then the amplitude will get higher and higher <clears throat> until you're ready to listen. And so uh, rather than, you know, wait for that big pop in your face, I really, really recommend that um, you start looking and just gently examining the ecosystem of where we're at collectively as a human species here on this planet is the perfect time for this because it will lift up and off a lot easier than it ever has in the past because we're at this threshold and the ecosystem is welcoming us all to stand up and be in our emotional intelligence. And it's going to require patience with one another. There are many people with imbalances that might be impacting them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And there's many of us on planet earth that have blind spots. I would say we all have a certain degree of blind spots, but as soon as we open up our heart and want to understand what our emotional intelligence can afford us, this will allow us to have a deeper sacred conversation with the divine, the unexplainable. So then it's like, wow, inform me. Like you, you ask your wisdom keeper to inform you on the deepest level, like, Hey, what's going on here at my heart space? Like, can you explain this emotion? And it's a very internal process. It's not about blaming anyone external, <clears throat> especially when fear rises up, anger rises up, grief rises up. These things aren't to blame others. Someone might trigger you. Someone might do something that's not really polite or proper, quote unquote, yet that is the conduit for you to evaluate why that's happening to you and what different choices can you make in the future so that you can either navigate it with grace, you can, you know, do the inner work with yourself and others so that you can have a more uh, enriched existence here on planet Earth. And then the power behind having emotional intelligence is that then uh, there are more possibilities within these ways of expressing ourselves through the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. Uh, and then the dance, the tapestry that we're weaving really goes to that mastery place. So uh, that's what's being afforded to us. The first step is for us to start to acknowledge that those boxes that we have closed off in our eternal self, our soul, and then welcome, you know, our highest self to help us explore them and release what doesn't serve. Uh, this is different than quote unquote shadow work. It may have some similarities, but this is really going in and saying, I need to address these areas that I boxed up 
and ignored. I didn't process. I didn't go through. People do this at the end of relationships. They go through relationship after relationship and they never pause to examine what was their part. What did they do? They never examine their interpersonal dynamics, which is related to our emotions. And so by having that reflective repose about why we're in relationships, how we got there, are they codependent? Uh, in the, in our society right now, there's a lot of grasping towards things that are very codependent, like the idea of relationships being in a certain way that's uh, graspy. People will use words that really are indicative of an emotionally unintelligent relationship versus an intelligent relationship. And when you see two uh, wise people working in harmony together, there isn't a lot of quote unquote uh, drama. And if there is, there's a willingness to uh, find a resolution because both have committed to living and being in a self-aware state of being so that they can evolve together. <clears throat> no one's exempt because we're all doing this ancestral healing together. So, uh, as we go into this, uh, meditation today, I'm welcoming you to acknowledge one little container that you've maybe put deep away somewhere that you haven't acknowledged. And just to acknowledge maybe the emotions, the impact, and see if you can observe it like a, a movie where you open it up, you review the situation and let it show you the domino effect to here. And then I welcome you to see if you can or feel the domino effect before there to, to the moment. Because there's one going in both directions or one from both directions. It's, it's here at the moment and then forward to the present day and one at the moment and before there that led to that moment. And when we start to have an understanding of that, that's how we seamlessly get to release things because we're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Um, and I don't want to give you too many ideas because it's real subtle. The work is really subtle. It's very profound. It's something actually I encourage you not to share when you have those ahas because unless you're working with someone one-on-one -on -one, is because those can get re-knotted up quickly. A lot of times people get excited about sharing certain things. But if you, you have those ahas, just hold it because it's then it's free. It's neutralized from your perspective. And that helps the other person when they're ready to free themselves from the engagement that they'll know, oh, I don't have a knot still with this person or that person. I can realize it and let it go. And bit by bit, that knot dissolves and you're free to move forward. So as we go in, I just encourage you to pick something that's manageable for you in this moment so you can receive also. And what you're going to do is you're just going to start the meditation by walking around the incident, maybe even one that you feel like you got it, it's done. See if you can go a little deeper. And then from there, you'll just go into your natural seated meditation as you continue to flow. And you'll continue to feel <clears throat> the, 
through the silence, you'll continue to get information and not so much a thought process or words, but you'll get a subtle information that will help you have a deeper understanding and release that little silo that may be packed away. And on the other side of it is just more freedom to love and more freedom to express and embrace future moments with all the people potentially that were involved and to see what what is on the other side of that or to see what the new is because sometimes those scenes fade away and those characters fade away and then you have something completely fresh to begin with so with that being said I want to welcome you into an upright seated position and then taking a nice gentle breath in and out again inhale and exhale another one inhale and exhale good one more inhale and exhale
So just gently, I welcome you to just bring yourself into Shavasana, reclining completely flat on the floor or bed or sofa, and just lay with your back to that surface, palms face up, and then continue to follow your breath and receive. Mm-hmm. 
taking a soft, gentle breath up into your heart center. Gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. Another one, inhale and exhale. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to uh, rise up into a seated position if you're not there already. Taking another deep breath in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. Good, and then gently from there, just welcoming you to uh, just take a moment to give gratitude for all aspects of yourself. Gently just breathing in and out. And then So you give thanks for self if you feel inspired to send some love, gratitude, and kindness out beyond here. I welcome you to do that to a person, people, and or place that you feel it would be welcomed. And then I just invite you to continue sitting with yourself and ask yourself, especially when you feel the waves of your emotions, uh, no matter what type of emotions they are, are you ready to approach them with emotional intelligence, where we get to see the gift of each emotion that arrives, and are we willing and ready to examine the emotion from all sides and liberate the past source or liberate the entire wheel of energy so that we can be free. And then what this looks like on the horizon is that you have these just gentle emotions that arrive. You utilize them for what they were intended to be as a guide and so when we take self-accountability for what's rising up, this is it informs us of how we're to respond, where we're to go next, uh, what is possible, and also where we're ready to transform. And each time we make these efforts, we not only transform for ourselves, we transform for the next seven generations. So while you have the dawn of a new era on your back to help that water roll off you, 
like water rolls off a duck's back. Carpe diem. Seize the moment. Step into your emotional intelligence. Welcome in your connection to the divine through your heart center to guide you, to inform you, and to lead you into your mastery. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Once again, I want to thank you all for listening in to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound brought to you by Be Simply. In addition, I want to give special thanks to Kadri Scott and Dante Marino for contributing to this segment. We are going to exit out with Don't Think, Just Feel by Kadri Scott and Moya by Dante Marino. I think the two of the these songs might inspire you to get up and move a little as you transition into Thank you once again.
never been